When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Oregon is going to the Final Four. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. And Oregon is going to play in the National Championship game. Welcome to Duck Insider. Man, it feels great to be a duck. Give it to me, baby. My house. I'm taking it there. Third competitor. They'll want to put the O on. Three. Got it. We're going to compete to a standard every day. The Oregon standard. Rebound. Point the opportunity to play, put Oregon on your chest, should mean a great deal to you. Unloads on one into left field. Back toward the wall. Gone. This program is staged to compete and to win championships. Oregon wins. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, let's talk Oregon athletics. Welcome inside the Country Financial Studio. Jordan Brenner here hosting Duck Insider. It's actually the final show of the week because tomorrow at 145, myself and Joey Mack, we're going to be at PK Park getting ready for dare I say, the marquee matchup on the West Coast this weekend between the Ducks and the Gauchos. Last year, those two teams split it 2-2. Two to two. 
They only play three games against each other this year. Somebody's going to get out of there with a series win this season. Looking forward to that. Busy show. Women's basketball returns home finally tonight against number 14, Arizona. We'll have a full preview of that, including comments from Kelly Graves coming up in a few minutes. Baseball interviews, softball's heading down to the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic, a terrific event in Cathedral City, California. They play a slew of impressive opponents. We'll hear from Melissa Lombardi ahead of that trip. But we start off the show with some tremendous news, and we have to say congratulations. Some incredible news. Janie Takeda-Reed. A huge deal, been chosen as a member of the 2023 Pac-12 Hall of Honor class, part of the first ever all-female class into the Pac-12 Hall of Honor. Every Duck fans remember her heroics uh, as a member of Oregon softball's uh, three women's college World Series teams, three Pac-12 teams. But let's just go over some of this resume here. All-time leader in hits, runs, stolen bases, Olympic medal, the first duck to win an Olympic medal in the sport of softball, and going to be honored uh, during the Pac-12 Women's Basketball Tournament in Las Vegas. One of four uh, members of the sport of softball going to be inducted as a part of the 12-person class. Big congratulations to Jeannie Takeda Reed. Women's basketball in action tonight. Terry Johns and Bev Smith on the call if you can't make it out to Matthew Knight Arena with the pregame show starting at 6.30. Going against number 14, Arizona, a team that is peaking at this point in the season. Last week they took down a couple of ranked opponents in Utah and Colorado. Utah was ranked fourth last week when they went down to the desert and got a loss. So What's at stake tonight if you're Oregon, if you're thinking about making the NCAA tournament with an at-large bid, you're kind of on the knife's edge tonight. And a win against number 14 Arizona would be highly useful in uh, building your resume. For Arizona, the Cats need just one win this weekend against Oregon or Oregon State to secure a Pac-12 uh, tournament by one of the top four seeds in that tournament if you're Oregon you want to play spoiler and make them earn it against the Beavers later in the weekend I'm going to be watching for Takahina Pow Pow a shooting slump that was prolonged battling some things in terms of injuries but last game shot the heck out of the ball 22 points hit six threes both were season highs for tahina pow pow hopefully she can build on that performance against arizona tonight as the ducks look to even the season series with arizona kelly graves met with the media let's go to him he's got a lot to say kelly graves grace ankle high ankle sprain you know i don't know exactly which part of the ankle it is but it's bad enough to where she's it's still no weight bearing but not a procedure requirement. Uh, no, that part has been that's been good news. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but this weekend, definitely. I think this weekend's a no go, and we're praying for next week. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, with Tahina coming back and playing better, how much is that? You're hoping that that's not an anomaly, obviously. So, how, how much do you have so. to be further encouraged that whatever she was dealing with, that she's feeling? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Tahin had a great, great game. It was awesome to see. You know, she's been really working hard at it. She's been leading. She's been doing the things that she's supposed to do and needs to do. And it was just good to see her have some, you know, some success. And hopefully that, that confidence, uh, you know, will, will continue. She's in a really good headspace right now. What metric or what performance aspect, Kelly, is most frustrating to you right now? Because in a lot of the advanced stats, I don't have to rattle them all off. You're aware of them. Uh, they are what they are. They're, 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 and, and, and unfortunately it's, it's for you, they're keeping us in. at the same time to where it just makes the situation all the more exacerbated. But our overall metrics are keeping us in this thing and, you know, to the very end of the season. Which is which is a good thing, but I think for us it's just we it's a consistency. We we've talked about it from I think probably November when we first all started to chat, and uh, it it just game to game. We we don't get that second or third player to have a great game the same night. So Tahina has an awesome game, and then we didn't have anybody else really from the perimeter step up. Uh, baskets have been come to, uh, hard to come by around the rim. Um, you know, the nights we defend really well or the nights we struggle offensively. The turnovers have, have, have been an issue. I look at just this Arizona, you know, after watching them, our game down there, tie score, two minutes and 20 seconds to go. UCLA, tie score, two minutes and 50 seconds to go. Uh, it was that way in a lot of our games. We're just not, uh, you know, in the end making the plays that we need to. Uh, one here, one there, defensive end, offensive end. And sometimes those plays that we're not making are in the second quarter and the third quarter. So it, it's been a little bit frustrating, but I, our kids today, uh, Chris was at the practice, one of our best practices we've had. You, you couldn't tell that we are on a losing streak night now. You would, you would have thought that we're one of the teams chasing a championship. Offensively, when it's harder to finish inside, that can explain the field goal percentage numbers, the offensive efficiency numbers, points per possession, et cetera. But defensively, whether it's steals, percentage, assist the turnover rate against, rebounds, affect the field goal percentage against. As that's gone on over the course of the season, as much as you want to address it, and I'm sure you have addressed it, it sooner or later becomes who you are. How hard has that been to accept that this is what this team is doing uh, in terms of defensively? Well, you you know, 27 games into the year, we are who we are right now, and and – you know, we, we don't, uh, with a limited bench, we just don't have a ton of options. You know, we don't. I think it's been a, a lot of different things. I think size of our guards, um, you know, inexperience, um, you know, at key positions. It's just, you know, we, we try to adjust. I Our kids work their tails off. They practice hard. They have good attitudes. We're trying like crazy. And as coaches, we're trying uh, as well. And we're trying to figure out what's going to work this game and that game and the next game and and looking at last game, what could we have done better? I mean, we, we haven't changed our approach to the game. And neither of our, our, our players, you know, it's just we're in one of those little um, spells right now that don't come along very often. And, uh, you know, we've just got to continue with hard work, keep grinding, and try to get out of it. You have an update on Elise, and if she'll be playing this weekend. Elise? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, she had a great practice today. She's had a really good last couple of weeks in in, in practice, and and that's why you know she's earned a little bit more time on the court, mm-hmm. and and hopefully you know this is her 
senior weekend. Hopefully this is one of those magical weekends for You've been candid about what do you think it's going to require for postseason. Obviously that's still out there as a thing to aspire for. But short of that, is there any conversation about a willingness to, ex- to pursue the WNIT if it came to that, or will you not even pursue that? Because usually that's a young team thing. You have a young team. Well, but we have some young players who could benefit from that. Um, you know, I, uh, I've always, my approach has always been, if somebody wants us to play, we're going to play. Because if we're not playing, they're either in the gym working on their games or we're practicing or, you know, whatever. I just think if somebody wants you to play, I, I think you you, uh, you play the games. So you, so if that if it came, if push came to shove with that, if you got the sure. opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would stand by that. I, I liken it to my second year here, uh, if you guys remember, some of you don't because you're way too young, but Creppy is an old fart. Um, I covered the last year of the guy that was here before you. Okay, then you would remember this. We kind of limped home in the last week of the season. Jillian Aileen tore ACL. Jordan Loetta tore her ACL. That that group that year was kind of a I, – I it's one of my favorite teams I've ever coached. It was a hodgepodge group that we just kind of threw together. We had a couple of freshmen, Bando – or Bando wasn't a freshman, but Maite and Adi Gilden, they were freshmen, and we had a – couple of fifth year transfer, you know, in and Liz Brenner was on that team. And we were so down because of the injuries and we didn't get in the NCA that it was the consensus among my staff and among most of the team not to play. We had a team meeting, Jacinta Vandenberg and myself were the two that said, no, we're going to play. And we ended up winning four games in that, that tournament. And I thought it was a springboard to some some great things that we did, obviously, the next year. Even though it was a different team, Maite, Bando, Adi, Jacinta, some of those key players had some postseason experience. And more than that, we had a lifetime memory. We go down to UTEP. They hadn't lost at home. 20-0, it was 12,000 fans. We were down 19 points. And we came back and won that dang game. Then we went up and got ambushed at South Dakota to end the season. But... But it, it was a great memory, you know, and so, yeah, to, to, I guess to make a point of all of it, if, if somebody wants to play, we're going to play. Gotcha. With this being the last home weekend, uh, obviously the seniors being recognized, you mentioned that, and he's probably going to be one of them, So, yeah. but you've not had a player be recognized who then chose to come back. So fans will start to read into decisions. Has a decision been made about next season for her? Uh, no, not as far as I know. Um, and that's her decision. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, support her whichever way she wants to go. If she wants to come back for a fifth year, great. Uh, if she decides she wants to, you know, because she will graduate this spring, she wants to play somewhere else for another year, I'm going to support her with that. If she decides she wants to enter the draft, she is on the draft board. I've talked to three different GMs. I mean, she is going to be in the mix. Um where in the draft, I don't know, but uh, I'll support her for, with that. So that, that that's my job. The other uh, three seniors, Taya Hansen, you know, has, has had a great Pac-12 career. Really proud of her, Elise and uh, and Taylor, uh, have been a big part of, of what we've done here, and 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 we're proud of them. They're gonna they're gonna go out with Oklahoma, or Oklahoma, uh, Oregon degrees, and uh, and I think that's really special. I I, I personally really like this group. Of four seniors, they're they're good kids. They've been great ambassadors for our university and and basketball program. So I wish them all the best. You know, uh, one, two, three, three fifth years. 
You don't see that very often. You know, that's COVID deal now. Uh, and then, uh, and then India. So I, I wish them all the best and, and we'll remember them forever. And then Kelly Graves makes a great point. I think the fan base should celebrate all these seniors, uh, sacrificing a lot, uh, for this program. And, well, got to send them off this weekend. Starts with a win tonight against number 14, Arizona. That's Kelly Graves. He had more to say. We'll go to part two after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Duck fans. We're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how. With honest conversations that let them know what we expect, that's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be shared with friends or family. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Welcome back to Duck Insider in the Country Financial Studio. Duck Insider brought to you by On Point Community Credit Union. Number 14, Arizona is in town tonight. 6.30 pregame show with Terry Johns and Bev Smith. 7 o'clock tip. Ducks need a win against the Cats. Here's Kelly Graves previewing the matchup. For Arizona specifically, but one, one more time seeing Reese and Pellington, what what will have to change and what will have to be different in terms of limiting them and their uh, ability to you know, be a threat against you. Yeah, well, I think any time you play Arizona, two things, you know, jump out. Number one, you got to take care of the ball. So live ball turnovers. And, you know, we actually played a pretty good game statistically at Arizona the first time. The turnovers killed us. Okay, so we've we've got to, to make sure that we take care of the basketball. And then number two, they're really good on the boards and uh, and then in transition. So those I guess that's three areas we, we've got to do a good job in those three areas. And if we do, then we can absolutely beat these guys. 
This has been, I'm sure, challenging for you in a different way. Sure. How, I'll bring it back to the very beginning. Before the season started, you gave everybody the notebooks for it to be the notebooks to put down what they were sure. thankful for and chronicle things. I yeah. have no idea if everybody's yeah. done that every yeah, which step. And I don't, but, and I but, don't really but, follow up on it. Yeah. But on the overarching point, you were trying to get there throughout the course of a year. What would you say over the last month, if you were putting anything in, whether you did or didn't, metaphorically speaking, some of the things you either learned or some of the things you were appreciative of yeah. amidst what is a really challenging time? What is, for in your tenure here, the most challenging time? Yeah. Well, what I am most proud of of this team, I, I know we're on a, on a losing streak. You couldn't tell by just being around them. I, I think their chemistry off the court's been great. I think they're having fun. They're probably having more fun in the locker room and stuff before they get they're energized. I, they're doing the right things. They, we have the right tenor. It's not translating, unfortunately, on the court in wins. Um, so I'm proud of them for that. They, no, nobody's thrown in the towel. My staff, they're still grinding. They're still doing the, um, you know, the, the, their due diligence, and, and we're working on the next opponent. I think they've compartmentalized that pretty well. What's next? We've only talked about Thursday. I About a month ago or three weeks ago, I kind of gave them the big picture. This is what I think we need to do. And I'm not sure that helped. So we've now taken an approach of we can only worry about Thursday night's game. And I think if we can get Thursday night's game, I'm going to feel a lot better about Sunday. We'll feel a lot better about going into the Pac-12 tournament. I think we're going to end up being one of those teams. If we can get into the field, and there's still a chance for us to get into the field, we're going to be one of those teams nobody's going to want to play. We're going to be a high seed, low seed. I don't know. High number. High number. A high numbered seed that – Somebody, if we're in their bracket, they're going to go, dang, I, I, you know, we, we drew the short straw. So, um, and we've been there before, you know, uh, as, as a coach, I think, you know, you're, you're the, the guy that looks at records. You know, I think I've won eight or nine, ten games as a double-digit seed in the NCAA tournament. That doesn't happen very often. Maybe it's never happened. So we can, if we can just get in there, I think we have the experience to, you know, um, to be able to get our kids to, to, to believe that, hey, we can do do some damage. Um, some other things that I wish I would have done differently. I, you know, without thinking about it, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think I've done the best job that I can do, you know, during this, uh, we've stayed positive and, you know, and, and, and we're, I think our kids believe that we believe in them. So that, that's all I can do as coach with eight players available. Uh, you know, how much do you have to kind of hope on Thursday? Because, you know, Arizona State is the one most likely to say, you know, seven players is enough to play. Um, so, you know, I mean, how much do you have to really keep your fingers crossed? You know, because I mean, one more, theoretically, you know, you may not be able to play. I'm playing. If we have five in uniform that can suit up, we are going to play. You know me well enough now to know that that know is the case. That, that is the case. If we have five, we will play. I, I'm a play guy. Uh, let's just do it. I mean, come what may. So, why do you think the big picture perspective didn't really translate into um, your team taking it compared to the single game one at a time? I, I, I don't know. You know, as coaches, you try to. to re- this is new territory for me. 
you know, just personally. So I'm, you know, it, it's really funny. The years we have huge success, great tournament runs, a lot of people, you know, text you. But I'm getting more texts now from former players and coaches and others, you know, friends, colleagues. Coach, keep your head up. You're doing the right thing. Coach, you know, got your back. These kind of seasons happen on and on. I'm actually having more people reach out now, which makes me actually feel really good. Okay, that 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 you know people are, you know they 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 don't want you to to be in this kind of position. But it happens as a coach. It happens to everybody, unless your name's Gino or Amia. How much right. Does that translate over to the girls now. You have people like Sabrina involved, and you have former players that are kind of encouraging you guys a little bit. How much does that translate over to the culture that they have and keeping their their head up? Satu, just just texting me. Miss you, love you. <laughs> just literally during practice, I haven't had a chance to respond to her. You know, so it. You know, Marche Moore, just same thing. She just takes. You know, I haven't talked to, to Marche in a year. You know. And, uh, and she reached out today. So it's like, I, I, that makes me feel good. And, uh, you know, and, and I know there are better days ahead of us. It's just, it's kind of one of those one-offs, you know, that, that, uh, and we, and as a coach, if I had to go back to your question, I, I don't have, obviously I haven't pulled the right string. So we tried that. Now we're trying next game only, you know, this is what, instead of looking big picture, let's look more what's next. This is all that matters. So is understanding part of those limitations of this team physically, Kelly, part of why, like you talk about pulling certain levers, pushing certain buttons, every coach goes through that. Yeah, sure. Some are more willing and you've been willing at times, but it was usually when Sap was here to be more pointed and directed and personal in these settings, because sometimes players respond constructively to that is part of those limitations. Why you haven't with this group, because haven't what? Right. Necessarily, if a player doesn't perform to say Jane Doe specifically, specifically because of certain limitations that maybe that button isn't worth pressing because. Yeah, we'll just say because. Uh, it's just a different era, different era. So, I listen, I, I have no problem with, with our player. I, I'm actually really proud of him. I really like this group. I have from the beginning. I have from the beginning. We've talked about that. I just think this is a, uh, you know, it's just not translating uh, into W's on the court, but it's not for lack of trying. It's not for, you know, we have bad kids, bad chemistry. It's none of that. We're just, it just hasn't worked on the court yet. And I say yet because there's still some, um, there's still some hope. And all we can do is what we can do on Thursday night, just play our best and hope to, to scratch out a win somehow. You talk about this team's chemistry kind of off the court, just not being able to translate on the court. Do you think partially kind of the reason why is because you have been so inconsistent with the leadership on your team, just knowing that sometimes one player is going to have a great night, but the next night she might not? Well, that's been our issue all, all year. I mean, you know, I, I'm not sure, you know, our, our, those two uh, experienced guards like India and Tahina, I'm not sure they both had great games very often at the same time. When one has a really nice game, the other maybe has a little off, off game. So, um, but the leadership's you know been fine. I, again, this has been a really good. This is a good group, and uh, I just I, and I it hurts me because I, I want them I want them to have success. You know, I I, I feel for what they're going through, and uh, you know. And hopefully that starts on Thursday. That's all we can can hope for. Do you feel like 
Tahina and India could get to a point still in this season where they're both playing kind of at their potential? Do you feel like that's kind of I your missing so. piece? I mean, I hope so. We don't have many games left. So, yeah, that's obviously the ideal. I still think this is a really good team. If we can get it all clicking at the same time, I think we've got the uh, the, the parts. You know, we, we do. Good to hear from Kelly Graves ahead of tonight's game against number 14, Arizona. Up next, Melissa Lombardi ahead of the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. The number 22 Ducks going down to the desert. More after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Dear winter, Toyota's got 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. So you bring the action, and we'll bring the traction. Always Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturers' websites as of 11-21-22. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom, and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to ShadowHillsEvents.com. Dear Winter, Toyota's got 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. So you bring the action, and we'll bring the traction. Always Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturers' websites as of 11-21-22. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, uh, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past the turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. It's It's our roads. It's It's our safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Welcome back to Duck Insider. Jordan Brenner inside the Country Financial Studio brought to you as always by On Point Community Credit Union. Huge weekend coming up down in Southern California for Oregon softball. Not only will they face a bunch of ranked teams. They're going to face two teams that went to the Women's College World Series last year in Northwestern and Florida. Big test coming for Melissa Lombardi's group. And before we get to her comments, a schedule update with Iowa State dropping out of the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. Things move so quickly in collegiate athletics. We saw that with baseball this week. Oregon is going to play UC San Diego on Sunday at 9 a.m. So that's great news that Oregon's able to find a new opponent 
that quickly. That is not an easy thing to accomplish. All right, Melissa Lombardi met with the media ahead of a crucial non-conference weekend, a measuring stick weekend for Oregon softball. Um, I, I really liked how we played this weekend. I think you got to get a chance to see like what we are going to look like. That our offense was potent, that our defense was solid, and um, I thought our pitching was good as well. With that many more uh, starts, reps, innings, starting to get a better gauge now in, in year two with Stevie in terms of where that six, when six, when she's on and when success is going to happen, and if there is any kind of an issue, how to identify it just earlier um, and, and kind of stop it out quicker if there's a, a command or any kind of uh, a control issue or anything like that. Yeah, I really, I think the first weekend, she put a little pressure on herself. That's what I think about with the first weekend more than anything is her just putting a little too much pressure on herself, which happens. So it was nice to see Stevie. I thought she looked really sharp. She threw the ball hard, had really good movement, was constantly working ahead. How, how important with that? Like, how important is a weekend like this? Not just in general, but like for her when you're trying to gauge, of course, like to project out and think out uh, for the rest of the season and plan out weekend rotations and things like that. That a lineup and, and you know a five game series like the you know like this weekend with the Florida team that's you know loaded offensively in particular. Uh, like, how important is this weekend to getting a barometer for all those kind of things you're trying to aspire for this season? Yeah, I think this is a big weekend for us. Um, we've talked about coming out of the gates and being able to come out quick and having a postseason mentality right now versus allowing the season to develop and then eventually get there. And so I think that's what you got to see this weekend. I think it puts us in a really good position going into Palm Springs. You know, we're going to face tough teams from, you know, every single game we play. So it's just having the ability to really stay focused on us as a team and not let things get too big and not try to do too much. Just trust that what we have is good enough and, and go out and compete. This weekend, you guys responded almost every time that, you know, something happened in the bottom of an inning, you guys would come back in the top or whatever the next go round was offensively. Um, is that, would you attribute that to just the postseason mentality or is that just kind of that this team has a higher floor than, than others and they're just able to do that and, and not feel the pressure and respond quickly? I think what's kind of cool is this team is an older group and they're just older and they're more experienced and um, I think have uh, the ability. I think the in-game adjustment is the most important thing that you can do. Do you have the ability in the middle of the game, in the heat of the moment, to make an adjustment in that area and I think that's what you got to see from this team this past weekend is just the quick adjustments. When going up against some of these teams that made it to the World Series last year, do you look at that game against Oklahoma State in terms of what things you maybe wish you could have done better in that game to sort of translate to these teams that were also at the top of the softball landscape last year? I think what's great is just coming out of, um, you know, going into our first weekend and playing a team like Oklahoma State and just playing some of the tough teams that we've already played, it prepares it prepares you a little bit more for what you're going to face at Mary Nutter. You know, Mary Nutter, every single game, you're going to play a team that's ranked, a team that went to postseason, a team that was at the World Series. And so I think it just really puts us in a better position to compete against them and to understand what we need to do 
to win. I think for us to to do what we need to do, um, it's about being able to pitch and have really good defense, to be clutch with our hitting. You know, we're going to face some tough pitchers. You're not going to get 10-plus hits off of them. If we do, I'll gladly take that. But it's just it's being able to clutch up in the moment and put a couple things together. And from there, what can your defense and pitching staff do? to finish out the game. Did you want to play Northwestern Missouri another go-around after last season? Like, as a, as a data point, is that was that deliberate on your part, or is that just happenstance that Mary Nutter just paired you up again? We're glad to play them. I think, you know, getting to play them last year and, and not getting what we wanted to get another opportunity at them, I, I think this team is looking forward to it. You mentioned that some of the pitchers, if you do face Hightower in particular, what, what do you see from her? What makes her unique in the long lineage of very good Florida pitchers. I just think she had, does a really good job of moving the ball around. She's got good separation between her, her different pitches. You know, she gets you to um, chase, you know, or, or hook pitches foul. So I think it's just really understanding, you know, I, whatever our game plan, the game plan that we have against her, the game plan that we have against anybody else is trusting that that's the right game plan and, and going after it. I know we talked a lot about the physical uh, growth from your team from last year to this year, but it seems like the more we talk to the players, they tell us about the books that they've read that weren't probably mandatory by you, Mm -hmm. but choices of their own. To do that on top of all the schoolwork that they have to do, the hard offseason training, just what does it say about this team um, and how much they have decided themselves that they wanted to grow mentally to prepare for the season? That you're talking to a mature group of athletes is what I would say. That's where I get go ahead and go back to the elder, um, experienced athletes that see what they have but are wanting maybe a little bit more. Um, I think in college, physically, everybody has it. But to me, the mental game is what separates. And so I think everybody on our team understands how important the mental game is. And so, you know, there's things that we do as a team, but I think it just, it drives it even more when they, as individuals, take it upon themselves to, to do things, you know, on the mental side. How gratifying is it as a coach when they go out there, I mean, obviously you guys are still coaching, but when they're executing the game plan or executing that, that philosophy, uh, taking the extra bases every every opportunity. They did that this past weekend. You know, mm-hmm. every chance that there was a throw someplace else, they would grab that extra base or, or pushing pushing pressure by taking those extra leads. How gratifying is it to kind of see that all that work that you put into it come to fruition with a mature team like this? I think it's gratifying for all of us. You know, this team works really really hard. Um, we have tough practices. I don't think we ever have a practice where we just kind of go through it to just be loose and ready to go for the next day. There's always reason and purpose behind what we do and so when you do it in practice and then it shows up in the game and they execute it it's something we all get excited about not because we did it i think we all are confident that we can do it it's just because of the hard work that went behind it i think that's what's exciting about it i think the sport um our game it's really really fast so them taking extra bases to me that shows that their mentality and how quickly they think can think ahead in the middle of the game, you know, as as the game is going, the game moves at a very fast pace. So they're always looking for that extra base or they're looking for what's next. Is Hannah going to be able to give it a go this week? Yeah. Yeah, excited to get her back. Stevie was talking about growing into comfortability with uh, not just her own self, her own presence out there, but and also learning that she can shake you off or tear her off for that matter. How much of that do you see is maybe even if she hasn't done it yet this season, that she she has to grow into that where she maybe in club balls it wasn't something she was 
permitted to do as much. Mm-hmm. That that's part of the development and maturation process of the young pitchers. Yeah, having that freedom. No, the the freedom is there. I think it's the first thing that we talk about um, when they come in. Is that to me, it doesn't make sense whether it's coming a pitch is coming from me or coming from our catcher, and a pitcher goes mm, and then they throw it. Like, I don't know why we would expect that anything good would come out of that. So if you as a pitcher have that, that's not what I want, you need to shake. When you're young and you're learning, you're maybe not quite as sure about that. But I think as you get more experienced, I mean, she's still very young, but she's experienced. Then you start to, you, you don't worry about, well, what if it's wrong? You, you don't worry about that. You just know what you want. You get caught up in what you want, and that's what you want to go get. How much of the, that learning was learning because they ended up over the fence last season? How much of when those happened, that was because if, if she was more comfortable at the time and shaking off, that those could have been avoided at the time? Hey, who knows? I mean, that's out of our control. I could call the greatest pitch in the world, and it goes over the fence, and I could call the worst pitch in the world, and it doesn't. You know, I I don't think it really has to do with the outcome. I think it has to do more with them as individuals really being decisive on the mound and knowing what they want. They're going to get a pitch that they want, and they're going to throw it, and it's going to be the perfect pitch in the world, and it's still going to get hit out. But to me, that pitch doesn't um, – stay with them for the rest of the game they're they're able to let that go and move on to the next you know because she believes she trusts in it you know you tip your cap to that hitter but if you're throwing a pitch because you're indecisive then i think that's where you know problems are created so i i I think stevie's really decisive with what she wants right now i think they're all really decisive about what they want and i I like that i really like the staff how how do you feel that they're all settling and i mean obviously there's still a lot of season to go but yeah kind of hitting those different roles if you will you know who's who's going to eat them eat the innings if they're not starting and whatnot Uh, how do you feel like they're kind of settling into potential roles throughout the season I, I like how they're settling in. I think they're settling in quicker than maybe we had before. I think you could see we have a staff, and I I like that a lot. I think you have to have a staff. So whether it's one, you know, getting the majority of the outs in the game, another getting um, lesser outs, it's, it's not majority or less. It's not about the outs. It's about, like, what you are called upon to do. And I think they really believe in what they are called upon to do this year and know how they complement each other as a group. You got to the Mary Nutter more than a few times. Is there an experience that you think of when you think of this tournament? I'm sorry, say that again? You've been to this tournament mm-hmm. more than a few times. Is there an experience that you think of about years past of times you've been at this tournament that sort of stick out to you? I, I just think with this tournament, it's, you know, um, it's one of the biggest preseason tournaments, you know, non-conference tournaments that's out there. And so I think it's important for our athletes to really get caught up in us and not get caught up in the big crowds and and all the to-do and ESPN and Flow Softball and everything that goes along with it to really get caught up in us and what we're set out to do. That's what I think is the most important thing that they can do. And then it's just about playing good, clean softball and um, having an opportunity to be clutch and be clutch. And there's going to be times where we may not necessarily get what we want to let it go, to make the adjustment and know that we're going to get it later. So I think it's it's being uh, mature and it's being very competitive 
and really getting caught up in us is what's going to allow us to be successful this weekend. As a macro overview of this season, just it seems like the offenses are much more potent across across the nation. Is that, in your opinion, just something kind of ebbs and flows with the game, or is there something that you would attribute that to, or is it just kind of a one-off oddity? Yeah, I'm not quite sure exactly what. I mean, our game, if you look at how our game has changed, our ball is white, now it's yellow. We pitched at 40, now we pitched at 43. You look at the technology that the hitters swing, now it's better than ever. Um, you look at the information that offenses are getting on pitchers, it's, you know, they know every single little thing. So it's, I feel like our game has grown more, like you've seen it become more offensive, where in the past you used to have one nothing ball games with double-digit strikeouts. I think so you've seen it change a little bit offensively. So, and that's why I just think again that the importance of a staff. Five games coming up at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. If you're planning to go to the event, good decision. It's one of the most fun atmospheres for collegiate softball all year. You know, I'd put it up probably in the top three. It's not going to be better than the College World Series, but it's it's up there. And the Ducks have a a whole slew of important games coming up, starting off with Cal State Fullerton tomorrow at 10 a.m., then Northwestern at 12.30 last year, a team that made it to the Women's College World Series. going to be fun to follow along all weekend. If you want the radio call, KWVA going down there, Ryan Milano, Austin Oda. We'll get a break, come back. Let's talk a little men's hoops. We'll talk a little baseball and more. It's coming on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Duck fans, we're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. This is Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. I've been driving trucks for a long time. Safety is my number one priority. I know that my truck has huge blind spots. That's why I remember to check my mirrors often for smaller vehicles. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're behind the wheel, try to avoid lingering in those blind spots. It can be dangerous. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers, but there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. Al-Anon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. Call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. 
Back here on Duck Insider, Jordan Brunner inside the Country Financial Studio. Duck Insider is brought to you by On Point Community Credit Union on Saturday night at 7 with a 6.30 pregame show. Oregon basketball is going up for a rivalry game against Oregon State. The Ducks are looking for the season sweep of the Beavers. They were led in last game by 22 points from Will Richardson. It's an important game for multiple reasons. In the Pac-12 standings, Oregon is still right there competing for one of those top four seeds in the Pac-12 tournament. Going to need some teams above them to lose. Arizona State, they play at Arizona. That's good for Oregon. Utah plays against UCLA. That's also good for Oregon. Oregon needing a win on Saturday, just one game for the Ducks this week. So rooting hard against those two teams and, well, uh, rooting for a Duck victory. That's for sure. If we're looking at the NCAA tournament, it's a long shot for Oregon to get in with an at-large bid without a big run in the Pac-12 tournament. But as it currently stands, the Ducks are one of the next four out. They are trailing one Pac-12 team on the bubble. USC is one of the last four in. Arizona State is with, with Oregon as one of the next four out. Joey Mack traveling up to Corvallis, 6.30 p.m., the pregame show. uh Wish we had more time for a preview. So much going on here for our last show of the week. You know, I want to shout out the Quack Video crew. At the last second, these guys had to scramble to crew three baseball games this weekend. It's uh, pretty amazing how much is going on for Alex Stimson, Scott Labounty, and that crew. want to shout those guys out. The last two women's basketball Pac-12 Networks broadcast. You have baseball on the 24th. That is tomorrow. The single game against UC Santa Barbara. The doubleheader on Saturday. And then lacrosse coming later on in the weekend. Shout out to everybody who is a part of Quack Video making that possible. This will be a banner weekend for Quack Video. Amazingly busy. I want to hear from some baseball student-athletes again ahead of a series against UC Santa Barbara about the Gauchos. They throw it really well. They have a bunch of arms who could be All-Americans. They have a lot of returners on their team that were in Eugene last year when the Ducks and Gauchos split the series 2-2. Two to two. It is the premier college baseball series on the West Coast this weekend. We're really looking forward to it. Thrilled that it's at PK Park and the fans can get out and watch this elite base baseball. Two teams that project to be a part of the NCAA tournament field. A lot of good stuff. Myself, a lot of other reporters had the chance to talk to Matthew Grabman earlier this week. A freshman this is our first chance to talk to him. Uh, a freshman with a really high ceiling and a heavy fastball, one that's hard to lift and get off the ground. He had a lot of interesting things to say. Great baseball mind. Let's get to Matthew Grabbin. This is our first time getting to see awesome. you at least pitching a game. Just what are you working with? What's your pitch mix? Uh, mainly just fastball slider change, so kind of those three. Your, your fastball has a, a ton of arm side movement. Is that like a specific grip, or is that just how you throw? No. Um, unlike some of the guys on our staff, I just grip it like a regular four seam. It's mainly just arm slot and then wrist positioning. It's just the difference. How hard is that to command sometimes? Like, does it get a little bit away from you? Yeah, on days, 
usually I find out in the first inning um, how much it's moving, how much I have to compensate, where to throw it in the zone. Um, Coach Andrew's done a great job in terms of just catcher positioning to help with that. So it's usually first inning. Once I get that, I'm settled. How did you think your stuff played on Saturday? It was good. First inning was a bit rough. I think it was like 27, 28 pitches. Um, got the nerves out then, and then after that, I felt like really until the fourth, I didn't really have any issues. What were some of those nerves that you went into that game with? Surprisingly, bullpen, I felt completely fine. It wasn't until I kind of got on the mound where I started to feel it. Um, and just first two pitches went really well. My issue was I'd get up 0-2 and then kind of just lose it from there. So ensuring that I don't get into deeper counts in the future would probably be the main target. You guys, as a team, put eight or nine true freshmen out there. I think it was eight. You guys all performed really well. Just talk about that camaraderie that you guys have as a, as a freshman group. No, definitely. Um, I feel like we kind of all understand that we're going to pitch this year um, and we're put in, being put in the positions that we have to compete, and I think we did that well, and we're all united in terms of just winning games. What was it like having Turner come in after you, you two Canadians going, going yeah. together? I, I've known Turner for a while now. I think since 2018, 2019 is when we first got to play with each other. So it was interesting to see kind of that Canadian combo. And uh, we did that with Team Canada, I think, in one game. So seeing that happen in Division One is really cool. You guys, for your co- collegiate recruitments, you guys talk about coming to Oregon together and what that could be like? Yeah, so I committed prior to him. I committed, I believe, my sophomore year. He committed his junior or senior. Um, and I remember bringing up to him when we were on Team Canada because that's when he was considering coming here and he was talking to Coach Martyr. Um, and I kind of pushed him towards it because our coaching staff is really good. Playing here is probably one of the greatest experiences of my life. Um, and I feel like he's seen it pay off. You guys have another Canadian on the team in Diodati. Do you guys have like a little like three musketeer, no pun intended, from playing Xavier? But yeah, a bit. Um, I never really got the no deal until I got here. Like I never met him. No, he played on Team Canada. Um, went to Alabama, of course, for his freshman and sophomore years. Um, and kind of getting to know him has been really interesting. Seeing Canadian with college experience has definitely helped. Where are you looking to improve upon heading into UCSB, wherever you guys may play? Uh, For me, I think it's just um, getting up in the counts like I was and then just having that out pitch and getting those outs instead of getting the 3-2, 2-2 counts and kind of falling behind. So I think just finishing batters and four pitches around that would probably lower the pitch count and let me go longer. With with how much your fastball moves arm side, do you have... I guess, do you have trouble in trying to keep it high in the zone and trying to keep it you know, above the hitter's like, chest line and trying to get him to swing over it? Sometimes, uh, in terms of like last game where it was moving a decent amount, lowering the zone usually works better. Um, if it's not moving as much, um, upper up in the zone really helps. That's at least where I had success with Team Canada and pitching at some minor leaguers uh, my senior year. So going into the series and future, we'll see. How much does that Team Canada experience help you for this big-time level of college baseball here in the Pac-12? No, definitely. Um, I mean, with Team Canada, I got the pitch against the U.S., which, I mean, their roster at that time, I mean, their uh, one-hole hitter, two-hole hitter, and three-hole hitter were basically, that was the draft order of last year. Um, so, I mean, they had a very competitive lineup, probably one of the best lineups I've ever pitched against besides here. 
Um, so having that experience and then plus pitching against those minor league guys out of the facilities um, is an experience. Matthew Grabman, well-spoken, don't you think, for a freshman? Really high ceiling for that young man, and Oregon's going to have him throw some big time and important innings this year. Let's get a break. I want to hear from Jacob Walsh, now a sophomore here on Duck Insider, coming back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Medicaid and CHIP offer free or low-cost health coverage for children and teens. Hospital and doctor visits, prescriptions, shots, and more are covered. That's peace of mind for parents if a child is sick or gets injured. And parents may now be eligible for Medicaid, too, even if they've applied in the past. Enrollment is always open. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and the largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. The USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal agencies with free safety equipment donations and officer survival training along with cash donations to families of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty, college scholarships for the children of law enforcement, a citizen awareness program, and more. For more information on the USDSA and how you can help, visit usdeputy.org. Back here on Duck Insider, Jordan Brenner inside the Country Financial Studio. Duck Insider brought to you by On Point Community Credit Union. You know, I wanted to get to Jacob Walsh, but just a little bit too much going on today. So you can catch Walsh's interview. Uh, also, Ariel Carl- Carlson, Stevie Hansen, uh, Taya Hansen interviews on the GoDucks.com YouTube page. All those interviews always available if we can't get to them here on the show. It'll be a busy weekend of Duck Athletics. It starts, well, tonight, women's basketball against Arizona. If you can't make it to the game, Terry Johns and Bev Smith on the call, 6.30 pregame show, also streaming on Pac-12 Networks. Uh, and women's basketball will have Arizona State later on in the weekend. Baseball with Santa Barbara tomorrow afternoon, an early first pitch, an excuse to get away from work early and get out to PK Park, 1.45 p.m., the pregame show with myself and Joey Mack, and that is before 
doubleheader on Saturday against Santa Barbara. An important series, one of the best teams on the West Coast. Track and field is in Seattle. Women's Beach Volleyball in Tucson. Softball at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. What else could you want? Huge weekend of Duck Athletics. I hope you enjoy it. Scott Phillips, thank you. Mitchell Lee back at our studio. Thank you. This is Jordan Brenner saying so long and go Ducks. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. And you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.